0: Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host Hannah Sawyers and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time Hannah and Emily sat down to talk about Mulan. Hello! Hello! I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. So why don't you introduce yourself and you can tell how we kind of met as well.
1: Yeah. So um, my name is Emily. Currently, my name is Emily Wells. And October 30th, it'll be Emily Filipponi. I'm getting married. I am a professional Girl Scout. Um, People always find it so interesting that I work for Girl Scouts. And I always tell them, it's like, I don't get free cookies. I don't just get discounts. So then it's not as cool to have a friend who works for the Girl Scouts. (laughs) I met you, my really good friend, Katie King. We actually went to church, graduated from high school together, was like, Emily, do you want to be on this podcast and talk about Disney movies? And I was like, yes. So here I am. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited to have you.
0: So do you work for Girl Scouts of Western Oklahoma?
1: I do. Yes, I do. I'm a troop support specialist. So I make sure to keep the troop leaders in line and help them out with whatever they need. So that's so cool. So then I have to ask what is your favorite cookie? Okay, so my favorite cookie, first of all, like when you work at Girl Scouts long enough, like you kind of get tired of cookies, (laughs) which I know seems impossible to the people who only get them once a year. The dosey Dose. It's the oatmeal, like, sandwich cookie with the peanut butter in them. Like, they're not too sweet, but they're sweet enough, and I can just eat all of them and not feel guilty. Love them.
0: I don't think I've ever had one because I love Thin Mint so much that I never, like, I don't want to find any more cookies that I like because <laughs> then it'll be even worse, you know? Yes. Also, I'm the person who buys, like, 10 boxes, and I'll, I'll still have boxes when it's Girl Scout cookie time again. In my freezer.
1: Yes. But I just buy more. It's fine. Man, dude, they're so good though. They are. And you can't tell those little girls no. Like, how can you look at those sweet little faces and say, no, I don't want a box of cookies?
0: Yeah. So I had students last year that were uh, Girl Scouts, and I always told them, I'll buy one box from you because I have 135 students. So, you know, surely there's more than you. <laughs> But one year, I ended up buying two boxes because I didn't have anybody else ask me. So, anyway, I digress.
1: Man. Why don't you tell us what your movie is and why you picked it? Okay. So, my movie is Mulan. The OG Mulan. The 1998 version Mulan. The best version of Mulan. So, this was my, like, favorite Disney movie growing up. There was actually a trip my family took. I grew up, like, showing pigs. And so, we would travel. And one time we were traveling to, I think it was like Illinois, and we literally, me and my little brother watched it back to back the entire way there. I think it was like a 10-hour drive, and my parents like hated Mulan after that, but I just like love the story. I love Mulan. She's just like such a strong character. It's just like, it's almost the perfect movie. I mean, it's just great. It's my favorite. (laughs) So why don't you give us a storyline, like a beginning, middle, end? Okay. So first of all, the thing you need to know about what is happening is the Huns are attacking China. Okay. And that's just really important to know what is happening and so the movie kind of opens up with that scene and then we meet Mulan and she's the only daughter um, of this farmer and his wife and her whole job as the only daughter is to bring honor to her family by marrying someone so she goes to the matchmaker and she totally bombs I mean I think one of my favorite scenes is the matchmaker gets ink on her hand and if you've watched Mulan you know that scene where she like makes the mustache and Mulan's like what is happening?". So bombs the matchmaker, she goes back, and her dad is just, like, so upset. And also, I love Mulan's dad. He is just, like, the sweetest. Like, I just want to hug him. I mean, I want to hug everybody, but I really want (laughs) to hug him. (laughs) So then what happens is the emperor makes a decree that a man from every household in China has to serve in the army. And Fa Mulan... Her dad has already served in the army and she doesn't have a brother or anything. And so he would have to serve in the army and he's injured like he's not able to fight. So she tries to like get him out of it and she ends up bringing dishonor to her family by like talking to this guy who's telling her dad he has to serve in the army. So then she just decides, you know what? I'm just going to go in his place. And there's this epic scene where she, like, cuts her hair off shorter, steals his armor and his sword, and she takes his little scroll that's, like, his ticket into the army, and she just books it out of there. But she's not alone because one of the greatest Disney movie characters of all time, Mushu, which is this red dragon that is, like, the protector of her ancestors goes with her to help her. And he's like the size of a lizard. Like, this is not a very impressive dragon. He's like so tiny. So she gets there and she gets to the camp and she's like, what have I done? Like, this is the worst idea ever. So she ends up training and... We meet the love interest of the movie, which, no, I mean, I'm not sorry to have any spoilers because this movie came out in 1998. So if you don't know about Shang, like Li Shang, oh my gosh, which I have more to say about Li Shang later in this episode because we have to talk about the the live action at some point. But anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself because I just love this movie so much. (laughs) So She meets Li Shang. Now, Li Shang's dad is the main general, and he's already left with some troops to try and go stop the Huns, and Li Shang is in charge of training all of these new recruits, which we meet three other new recruits, which is, I want to make sure I get their names right, so I had to, like, write them down, because Chinese names are hard, y'all. Chen Po, Yao, and Ling, who are three of the I just love them so much. Like Yao is just like this little short angry man who is just, I love him. You know, it's like me. I think if I was a Disney character, sometimes I feel like I would be Yao, like the sweeter version of Yao. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, Mulan ends up, like, rocking training. She's held her disguise really well, which there is a scene where she, like, goes in the middle of the night to go take a bath, and, like, Chao Chow Po, Yao, and Ling, like, end up joining her, and she's, like, freaking out, and Mushu... As she should. As she should, right? Like, what is happening? Like, and Mushu shaves the day by biting Ling in the butt to, like, make them all run away. So then they get the call to go into battle. And so, you know, on the way, they sing the classic song, you know, a girl worth fighting for. And then they get to the town and it's totally burned to the ground. And, you know, Lee Shang ends up finding his dad's helmet. So you discover, like, not only has this town been burned down, and massacred, like the entire troop force that was sent there has. And so they're super bummed out. And as they're walking through this, like, snowy pass, the Huns, like, ascend on them from the mountains. And just when it seems like all is going to be lost, Mulan saves the day. She points this like firework cannon thing at this like mountain and causes an avalanche. She saves Ling's life and saves the day. Like it's a big victory and everyone's celebrating but she got hurt. And so when they, when she passes out, she wakes back up and they've discovered her secret that she's a woman. Oh my gosh. And she gets kicked out. So the thing is, normally this would have been like the death penalty, but since she saved Li Shang's life, he's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to like exile you out of the army. And so then she's sitting there. She's super down and out. Well, it turns out the Huns did it die, at least not all of them, the leader, who is, like, this super scary guy. Like, Hannah, I don't know, like, if you remember watching this as a kid, but he's, he's really scary. Like, he's a big, scary dude. He's quite um, terrifying. He really is. Shang Yu. Shang Yu is this terrifying guy, and I just, he has this, like, super crooked sword. So, Shang Yu and his, like, Gang make their way to China. So she knows, even though she could get killed, like she runs into the city. She tries to tell Shang, like, hey, they're coming. He's like, whatever, you lied about being a man. Like, how am I going to believe you? And so they take the emperor, capture him, and she ends up saving the day again, like her and Shang. And then, you know, happily ever after, she gets honored by the emperor. You know, girl gang, girl power, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we, and then she goes back home. She brings her dad the sword, like all these honors. And he's just so happy to have her home. She saved all of China. And I mean, I don't think it's speculating to say her and Shang end up getting married. And it's precious. Like, so that's like my Emily synopsis that probably had some ramblings in there because that's just who I am. So, (laughs) Are there any other thoughts you have on the storyline? Oh my gosh. I just don't even know where to begin. Like, first of all, Mulan is just so clever. And she's so good at coming up with these plans. Like, in the beginning, She's late to go to the mashmaker. She has this dog that she names Little Brother. And she like ties this contraption up so he'll feed all of the chickens for her. And she like gets the idea to have Chow Po Ling and Yao dress up as concubines so they can get into the palace and fool Mm -hmm. the Huns. Like, she's just so clever, and I love it. So let's talk about characters. You've already named
0: pretty much all of them, but I want to list off a few of the main ones. We have Mulan, Mushu, Shan Yu, Li Shang, Chifu, and General Li. So I want to start off by talking about my favorite, because it's Mushu, 100%. Eddie Murphy just does a fantastic job of embodying this character of the dragon. He has the sass, but he's also trying to, like, prove himself as the right dragon for the job. Because, like, that's a big part of the storyline, too, is that the ancestors are trying to, like, help her. So they're going to send a spirit, and he's like, well, what about me? And they say no, and I'm not really sure how yet from point A of no, you can't do it, to yes, you can but nevertheless, he's sent to come and help her.
1: Oh, my gosh. He does. Well, and two, like, you find out, like, he used to be the protector of the family. And then apparently he got, like, one of the family members killed or didn't do a good job. And so he kind of, like, got demoted. And so they're giving this him Mushu a chance to, like, redeem himself. Like, if you can save Mulan and, like, not make our family look like a total trash garbage buyer, like, you can have... You can be the protector of the family again. But, oh, he does. He has some of the best lines. He's probably one of the most memorable, like, funny Disney characters out there.
0: I feel like he's one of the best Disney sidekicks. Because he's not just, like, a little pet, like Pua or Heihei. He's a driving force in the storyline. Other Disney sidekicks don't really have the personality that Mushu has either. Who are your favorites?
1: Okay, so on a serious note, like, and I know this sounds really cheesy, Mulan really is one of my favorite characters in this movie. I mean, I think what I love so much about her too is like, you know, not to bomb on Disney movies, but sometimes you know, the women in Disney movies need rescuing and they need someone to help them. And she's just, like, she's got it. Like, yeah, she needs help defeating the Huns, but, like, she's just on it. And I feel like you see so much growth with her, like, through the movie. I mean, it's, like, at the end for me when she's standing before the Emperor. It's, like, this is her. Like, she's, like, transformed from her little cocoon. And this is beautiful grown-up Mulan. But also the grandma. Grandma Fa is just one of the best, like, dizzy grandparents and i think sometimes people forget about like how funny she is like she's hilarious you know, when she's meeting the mask maker and she's like, who's spitting her bean curd today? And like, she's got that little lucky cricket. And so Mulan. And then I just I have to give a shout out to Grandma Fa. I just have to.
0: I feel like Grandma too also has the same vibe as the grandma from Moana. Like Oh, yeah. You know, that little like bit of crazy. But you're also like, I think she's actually pretty solid. She just
1: has this strange streak in her. She's just like lived that life and she knows what's up. Up. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, I've been through all of this before. I've got a right to be this crazy. Yeah. Honesty moment when we're talking about the sequel. I haven't ever
0: watched the sequel. Have you? Watched oh, my
1: gosh. It yes.
0: Direct to video, which is never a good sign. Ever.
1: That's like <laughs> Disney saying, you know what? I don't think this is good enough to go in the theaters. We may want people to forget about this in like 10 years. So we're just going to send this straight out to VHS.
0: So I think the only direct-to-video movie that I ever have liked is um, Lion King One and a Half.
1: Oh I think that's the only
0: one. So have you seen it? Yeah,
1: so I did, and I was super excited about it. So I was actually talking to Katie King about this. Before the podcast, and I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I I thought it was a pretty good sequel. I was like, okay, they did a pretty good job. But as I'm older and you like look back, you can totally tell like it just didn't have the time and effort put into it as it did, because I think it could have been such a good movie. But also. I think that Mulan is a movie that really didn't need a sequel to begin Mm -hmm. with. You know, like, it ends pretty perfectly. Like, you could have gone away with a little short film of, like, her and Shang's wedding, but, like, really it didn't need anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about, you know, sometimes there are just movies that are wrapped up so perfectly that just really don't need it. And an example of that for me would be, like, oh, like Hocus Pocus.
1: Yes.
0: Like, that movie ends... They're supposedly dead. So, like, what else are you going to bring to the table?
1: I know. And, and they are trying to bring find it, out. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like all kids, like, no, all of us 90s kids are just so over all of these, like, remakes. We're like, listen, you're trying too hard, okay? Like, bring us another Coco. Or, no, wait, Coco's a – is Cocoa a Pixar?
0: Coco is Disney
1: and Pixar it's together. Disney, okay. Okay. I get them mixed up sometimes. Don't hate me, but like, bring us some more new movies. Like, don't don't ruin our childhood. Yeah. But it could be good. Who knows? It could be super amazing. You know.
0: It's Who fine. knows? It's fine. Everything's so, fine. So speaking of remakes, okay. You've seen it. I have not because I am cheap. And will not pay the $30. The
1: $30. So I feel like I could get in trouble saying this. But one of my friends totally found a power- pirated version. And we watched it. <laughs> like, you know.
0: I do not recommend doing this.
1: No, I don't because recommend viruses it. Because you could
0: get on your computer.
1: That's oh, my, my gosh.
0: That's my legal disclaimer.
1: Yes. Don't ever... Please use all proper channels and support Disney when watching this. So, okay, I, after watching it, did some thinking. So here's the thing. If you compare it to the 98 Mulan, like the great OG Mulan, it does not compare. Like, it's not the same movie. I don't think it is good. However, on its own, I see what they were trying to do because it's definitely trying to more so still tell, like, almost the real story of Mulan, right? Now, I mean, you don't have Shang, you don't have Mushu, you don't have any songs, which kind of ticks me off a little bit. But, I mean, is it the best movie ever? Is it a super great movie that I would probably watch again and again? No, but it's pretty decent. I mean, it I think it does a good job of trying to stick pretty close to like Chinese culture and things like that but if you watch it with the expectations of it blowing the original out of the water or being anything like the original you're going to be super disappointed
0: I feel like though with all these remakes that Disney's doing like The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast if they tried to do a shot-for-shot remake it would just leave us disappointed so I'm really glad that they're not doing that because I don't want to walk out sad
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, is it okay if I give a spoiler away? It's just like a super little spoiler. Okay. So at the end of the movie, of of the the live action, when she's getting introduced to the Emperor, the person who introduces her to the Emperor is the actress who voiced the Mulan in the original movie. And I was shook. I was like, I'm going to cry. This is precious. It's like she's like... Handing her down like the crown, the tradition. I'm like, this is precious. I-, I can't even. Like, I could, I could probably watch that scene every day because of just this significance it has. Like, Disney knew what it was doing when it did that scene in that movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. Well, and also talking about the Legend of Mulan, it is, it was something that a few people deep dived, and there was something called the Ballad of Mulan. So Disney did get it right but also didn't get it right you know Mulan does take the place of her dad to fight invaders who are not the Hun and she returns home to her family eventually she reveals her identity on her terms as opposed to everyone else just finding out and it was a much longer timeline so there's like a lot of little things that are different as is the case in most Disney movies let's talk about quotes what is your favorite quote from this movie?
1: Okay. So I have two quotes and here's why, because I feel like there are some really good serious quotes in this movie that are just like, you know, like the Chinese people are really famous for their poetry, for their, just the way they describe things. So there's some beautiful quotes in here, but I really love it. Um, I'm pretty sure the emperor says it, but it's the flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of them all. But oh my God, like I can't even, I can't even. It's so beautiful. And then at the end of the movie, when Mulan's, you know, she's talking to Shang and she's like, do you want to stay for dinner? And the grandma's like, do you want to stay forever? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So I I think that that's one of, that's probably mine.
0: Okay. So mine uh, is not a serious one. It's (laughs) dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Like, I wish I knew how often I said that. And I wish I knew how often people actually got it. Right. Because I feel like a significant amount of the time they're just like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Get
1: it. Well, that's just how you, like, pick and choose who are going to be your good friends. Like, if you don't get this quote reference, like, I'm not sure how deep of a, of a friendship we can really form.
0: And what's funny is I wouldn't say, like, Mulan, sorry, this is probably enough, and you, doesn't hit my top ten of Disney movies. Like, it's okay. It's, it's just not my favorite. I don't know why, but I'm like, this is a very basic quote that like everyone should know who exists. So yeah, exactly. If, if, if you don't get it, I mean, honestly, I should repeat the quote again, because <laughs> there should even be more dishonor on you and your cow.
1: So much but, dishonor.
0: <laughs> all the dishonor. So what's your favorite moment?
1: I think my favorite moment is Towards the end, she saved the emperor. And the emperor's little advisor, I think his name's Chifu, is just, like, griping her out. He is so mad at her. And the emperor's like, enough. And he's like, you destroyed my palace. You just did this. You lied. You stole. And you've saved all of China. Like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, he bows to her. Everyone bows to her. And it's just, like, this moment it's just beautiful. It's probably my favorite moment of the movie. It's just, like, such a, I just, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> and so my favorite moment comes just, like, right after that where he says, and I think we want you to be, like, on my council. And his chifu is like, um, there's not a spot available for her. And he's like, oh, I think she can just take your spot. And it's like, mic drop, like <laughs> – like, like, you're gonna have to deal. So you either need to be on board with this or you're out. And like, I think it's really cool. And it goes back to the whole idea of female empowerment and, you know, making sure that women have a seat at the table. And I feel like even in 1998, that was such a big, you know, statement for a movie to make. And I just loved it.
1: Oh, for sure. So I actually have an English degree. So I studied a lot of literature and, like, did some study on the feminist movement, which there's, like, all kinds of different ways of feminist, But, like, as I was thinking about this, like, I, ha- I wrote a paper about feminism and something. And I was like, dude, I should have written a paper about Mulan and feminism because it is such a great picture of that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is. Like, it really is – like, we deserve a seat at the table. Like, a woman's role isn't just to get married and do all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're capable of so much more. And I just love that. Yeah. I do. Final thoughts. Do you have any? I hate questions like these. I'm just like, I just don't know. I could have I could have so many. The music. The music in this movie. Like, I feel like even if it's not one of your top Disney movies, I think we can all agree with how great of a job like the the composers did like matching the music like oh my gosh I mean
0: let's talk about the Christina Aguilera version of Reflection and how amazing it is yes if you didn't
1: sing that song as a little girl what was your life like
0: I want to know when you when you were looking into a mirror make it even more specific
1: yes oh my gosh
0: Sometimes I like to talk about the Disney parks, and obviously, Mulan lives in China in Epcot, <laughs> which is very stereotypical. And it makes me kind of sad that, like, you can't meet her anywhere else. But I mean, it makes sense for her to be in China. I just don't understand why we can have all the other princesses in, you know, the fairy tale hall, but she's not there. But well, whatever.
1: I think what's hard is, like, she's technically not a princess. Like, and that, I yes, hate it. That's like, cause like growing up, like I would go to like the Disney store and I would want, okay, so I actually, guys, I may have to find a picture and send it to you because I actually was Mulan for Halloween one year when I was in like grade school. Like my mom did the light white makeup on my face and everything. Like it was, is beautiful. I had her little kimono. But when I would go to, like, the store and stuff, like, she's not one of the most popular, like, female Disney characters. And so there's just not a lot of her anywhere. I'm like, that's not fair. She's great. Whatever. Just a little bitter about it. It's fine. I'll get over it. (laughs) Maybe in another, like, 20 years I'll get over it. (laughs) Or maybe they'll just start having better
0: representation. I I mean, I feel like right now there's probably a bunch of stuff because the new movie.
1: I know. Well, and it'll be interesting to see if that makes any changes to, like, her character in the park. Like, will they start basing it off this new version? Or will they stay true to the older version? You know? It'll be interesting
0: to see. So many questions.
1: Well, something also. I've actually never been to a Disney park in the United States. However... I have been to Disneyland Hong Kong, so that makes it super fitting that we're talking about Mulan right now.
0: (laughs) And I'm assuming she's better represented there.
1: So here's the deal. Um, We didn't have like a ton of time to like go all around the park. So I rode Space Mountain like three times and then we had to go. This makes me sad. I know. You know, there's moments in your life where you look back and you're like, what could I have done better? And that's definitely a moment that I could have done better. But I have a super cute stitch pillow pet. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> that you can order on shopdisney.com. It's you know fun. what? It's from Hong Kong. So it's cool. All right, Hannah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on, even though I made fun of you just now.
1: Hey, you know what? I feel like you can't really be have a friendship if you can't make fun of each other, so
0: it's and fine. this is a sort of one, I can already tell.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, please. I will talk about things all the time with all the people. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess Sam Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.